film and Alta Multicast or the Alta. Yeah, uh, you can keep going. Me and Connors are just gonna hang out. We gotta write jokes for oh, this nice. show on Saturday. Oh, yeah. oh, are you? Let's plug something. Um, I don't know the name of the show. <laughs> Actually, that's the name of the show. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the name of the show. I'm roasting Santa Claus. Oh, and please! And it's at that food court under the freeway. <laughs> You know the one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right there. by my other job. Yeah. 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 You're roasting Sa- Satan Claus? Satan Claus. That's dope. Yeah. What time? Uh, uh, 7.45. Well, that's when I got to be there. I don't know when the show starts. <laughs> that's And that's the name of the show. Yeah. That's that Tim's plugging it right now. So you guys should come out because well, obviously it's, it's going to be interesting. Thing they gave me. <laughs> uh, no, it's not on this thing they gave me. Okay. So uh, Wait a no. just show up there. Yeah. And it needs some food and watch uh, Satan Claus get like murdered by words. Yeah, Connoisseur's on it too, so we're. That's gonna, dope. We're gonna get weird, yeah. It'll be good. Did you find anything? I have uh, Miss Jolene over here looking for uh, tragedy. No, I'm not looking for it. I do not want any more tragedy in my life. Uh, we got a hum go up. Yeah, go away. did you? Yeah, I did. Am I fucking up? I'm always fucking up. Mm. Me and yeah. technology. Mystical hum. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. um. I the story. You guys want anything? Yeah. Uh. Okay. Uh, she, uh, she wants to anchor steam. <laughs> um, actually. I'm good. I'm about to smoke some more pot. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so. I only got like 15. I gotta get smokes. Whatever. I'll figure it out. So yeah, this is the uh, the autocast. We're going into the um, the two o'clock hour because I I came here very late as usual. Um, so we have our uh, wonderful guests come here. We have Tim, Timothy. We have Miss Jolene. We have a big cast can of beer that we've been sharing, and uh, yeah. So uh, we have been talking about, um, started off with Christmas, talking about the Oakland Warehouse Fire, and now we are talking about like artists and how we have to take a little bit of responsibility and use common sense about what's around us and their surroundings. But we also have been talking about poser artists for those who love their burning man and what have you i've never been i think i missed the heyday back in the late 90s that's i for me it for it for me it'll just be another place if i old middle-aged white dude (laughs) age white dude that's cool that it's a pickup place for me well it's See? first met him in San Francisco he had never been to Burning Man when he went to Burning Man and he came back he transitioned everything he got like the plugs in his ear, dyed his hair it like it changed his life it's like he had you know he had already had he saw Jesus kids and went through a divorce and was like reinvented himself after Burning Man I saw a complete changed man you know Wow. but I don't know if I really liked it I don't mean, but I, 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 uh, I personally do not go to Burning Man, and I honestly, I don't love it, and I'm, 
love their style either. I'm not a Burning Man hater, but I don't, I don't like it because I feel like it's... Poser. I feel it's like poser shit. I really do. By this point, I really feel it like it's poser. It's a super expensive business. And I know the people who started it, there was, and I've heard... They hang out in Bayview. Well, I heard there was like a, a, you know, like the people who started it, they, you know, they... At first, it was like this really great, cool art community thing. Right. And then right. it just, like, everybody, it got bigger and bigger, and then the money came in, and then there was a battle with the people who really originally started it, and all because of money. And then it became a yuppie party, and I... Listen, if I get white people in the marina asking me about Burning Man, we got a problem. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, you're asking me about Burning Man? Really? I Seriously? I have talented friends, though, who are DJs who go and play at Burning Man every year. And they do their burn, and they're nice people, though. They're, like, they have been doing it since it started, though. You yeah, know? since they were like the it, it started, like, in, like, 89 or 90 or something like yeah, that. Probably. Yeah, they were They were there in the beginning, and they still, a lot of them still go and play. And so, so I'm you, not trying to disrespect any of the burners, you know, but I personally. I'm disrespecting y'all. I, that shit's stupid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disrespect. I'm hating. I'm going to be a hater. Yes, I never <laughs> went. I don't, I, I miss the heyday. Y'all some poser ass artists. And, uh, fuck nah. How you gonna, I'm gonna spend like thousands of dollars to hang out being like dusty. For real, for real. I'm gonna spend thousands of dollars being dusty. Nah. I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not into it. I, I've always never. I was into it. I that's that I think that's probably one of the reasons why you've not wanted to go because you can't have a conversation realistically with maybe some I mean I'm being judgmental I just want to let you know that out there but yeah you said you were being a hater yeah I'm being hated at least you admit it yeah because things that I'm saying could be wrong yeah I'm I'm the real deal and I'm a hater yeah yeah but I think it's the fact okay. that I think the fact of matter is just like what you just said was like, you know, you like to have these conversations about the that. And there are people that go to these things uh, that have nothing that don't know anything about what you're saying. It's all foreign. It's like you're talking another language. So they're just there for the experience, which is fine, which is OK. And the thing is, but I think it, it lost. um I think it lost the character of what it's supposed to be. Yeah, and then and also just like all these incidents, like you know, people like that go to those are there. It's a lot of a lot of techie people. Yeah. And I am not a techie, but I feel like a lot of people who are like they are techies. Some of them have they carry this entitlement, and then they lost that whole character of actually having common sense yeah and that's that sort of humanity towards each other and people you know? and like, you've been here since what 2000 and how long have you been here 2002 I've been here for like 14 years I came here the day of the first love parade I went to the love parade I don't even know what that is it's, it was this love parade was a outdoor was <laughs> well apparently they had to change the name but it was a party on the street all these Like, it was basically 
Oh, that's dope. It was fun. It was fun. I went Where was that at? It was at the Embarcadero. And I went and I saw really great people play. And I went with all my friends. And we ran through the parade and just danced and laughed and laughed and hugged each other. And it was wonderful. Does that, and it doesn't exist anymore, does it? Does it does it exist anymore? I don't know, but I know um, they had to change the name because I guess it started maybe in Berlin and they own the name. Do you know anything about the love parade that used to happen out here? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Please tell me some San Francisco hello. cool history. Hello, hello. Oh, there I am. Uh, Ooh, listen to that voice. Yeah, I used to have a roommate, and uh, he played the love parade one year. It was fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to live with this guy, um, Mochi Pet, and uh, yeah, he played the love parade. I remember going to it was a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah, I went. I remember I went with all my. I had moved here that day, and my friends from LA they came and they drove here to go to the love parade. So I moved my stuff into my apartment, and then we all went to the love parade that day. And I had a really good time after we went to this after party at the Gingerbread House. That was. It's out. I think in the. By your, like in the dog pack area, actually. Gingerbread and house. The, and that's like another big warehouse. Wait, how long ago was this? God, I don't remember. Early 2000s. It sounds like something I probably did, yeah. Yeah, because that was like, a, the gingerbread house was like a known underground, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. So is this, I'm guessing this is like 2002, 2003. Gosh, I can't believe I don't No, it's probably like five or seven, like somewhere between five and seven. I think. Oh, I love 2005. Yeah. So, what, what do you love about? I was high a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and I was 24 years old, and I was dating a 50-year-old dude, a rock star. It was fun, and then like reality hit. <laughs> you're like, wait, you're too old for me. No, <laughs> no, uh, there's too many drugs, and people are starting to smoke crack. That's gross. But anyway. That's that's, that's definitely <laughs> gross. Uh, yeah. So so wait, so there's no more love parade. I think they moved it somewhere else, too. It started from, let's see, it started in Berlin, I think. And then they, the people from Berlin were like, we started it, that's our name. And then they they changed the name. But I, I remember going, and it was fun. And, uh, yeah, it was like an outdoor kind of techno house race. Yeah. And it was in the Embarcadero? Yeah, I remember we got, like, we went up on the roof. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Yeah, my buddy was DJing inside like a giant, giant like. That sounds like it was really some cool. like a monkey head or but something. Wait, must still have it because. See that? Okay, so. It says love parade techno party returns to Berlin five years after death. Oh. Oh. But I I want to know. So okay I so. Here that day and I went to the love so parade. was this two thousand two thousand one two thousand two. To th- because the first time I came to San Francisco was New Year's Eve 2001, and I left here and I hated this oh, place. I think it was 2004. Was that when I moved here? I must have moved here in 2004. So that is about almost 15 years ago. Yeah. Are you Are you born and raised here, Tim? Uh, Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. But you know what? <laughs> I'm, kid- <laughs> I'm kidding. Year, I'm, I'm kidding. Heard of- Oh yeah, every year. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. They came back to San Francisco and they said, I'm never going to Burning Man again because see, they almost died. See, this is like, but the thing is, like, when you go to a festival, um, you have to have skills with a Z. That means, like, not with an S, survivor skills. Like, when people go to Bonnaroo, people that go to Bonnaroo, and that's in Tennessee, and that's in the Tennessee mountains, people have to have, like, you have to make sure you have your rain gear, make sure you have any kind of survivor gear, make sure you have your clan gear. This is why I don't do anything anymore. (laughs) It's, It's too hard. It's it's a chore. Uh, yeah, it's a I chore. Mean, if it was like a synthesizer <laughs> festival in a cave somewhere, yeah, I would go. But like, actually, yeah, but like, that sounds a moog festival. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be they, so I dope. Mean, they have a moog festival actually in Asheville, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. I, my new moog comes on Friday. I'm really? Also, I'm Are you excited? Yeah. 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 I play the moogs every week here on Wednesdays, she but just, I didn't bring them today because Pam's not here. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> it's, uh, it sounds like a Nintendo game on a lot of drugs. Moogs are dope. Yeah. Thank you, Stevie Wonder, for introducing me to them. Oh, yeah. They're they're fantastic. Um, no, so Tim's good. on point. Like, dude, you take your moogs seriously. Oh, and yeah, totally. They're expensive. They're not cheap. Oh, yeah. They're, they're definitely... They're why I eat a lot of pasta and butter. <laughs> yeah. By the way, did you... Um, speaking of moog and uh, electronic music i just watched this brian eno uh documentary uh-huh are you a fan of brian eno at all um <laughs> yeah I just imagine him like in a kimono with like candles and a synthesizer no 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 i have the best brian eno story oh wow really okay, so <laughs> can no, I, I tell you guys it yeah sure, yeah yeah Yeah, actually, um, I record in the same studio Brian Eno's recorded a few of his records on. Uh, we're on 17th or 19th in Valencia. Yeah. I never had listened to Brian Eno. I probably hadn't heard it, you know, but I moved here. It's weird. Um, it's and so good. I know. I moved I've been here. in a Brian Eno thing, but he's, go ahead. He's amazing. Well, I, you know, I moved here to San Francisco and would go jogging. I, I did this jog where I would run from my house on 14th Street to the Red Rock, which is right over above and um, one day I was jogging, and there's a Brian Eno record sitting on a tree, and I was like, just in front of a tree, and I was, I was like, hmm. I'm and he likes that. nature, so that's I was perfect. Like, I should yeah. take this. I should I take that? It's a record sitting in. Front I think of a he tree. did that. He set that shit up. And I <laughs> took it, and I love the record. It has the the river song that goes here we are now stuck by the river. Oh, the Green Album. He made a re- he made a record with somebody famous. I'm trying to remember yeah, who. He, a lot like he he's, David he's Bowie. He pr- he produced yeah. uh, like the Brian Eno era is like uh, Low Heroes and Lodger. Uh, he was a part of Roxy Music. Uh, he did you he uh, the Unforgettable Fire, which is U2's 
breakout well, record, record and then like so yeah i just watch this and i don't i i, I don't, you were talking we were talking about moog moogs and you're right it's moog moog yeah and oh, is that how you're supposed to say it yeah moog. i still call him moog because that's what i'm been used to it's it, it's moog yeah. but but stevie wonder i remember stevie the reason why i know about moog is because of stevie wonder as well because like uh, i remember watching um a documentary and like even his concert performances he uh back in the 70s uh a lot of his albums he did on a moog um and that was oh. his instrument like superstition uh uh as well mostly talking a lot of songs on talking book and uh full final some stuff at that studio too yeah oh stevie wonder is amazing and the brian eno are amazing like yeah. i love that i found his record on a tree and that record is that means i played i play that record and i love just listening to that record because i've never heard any of these songs but i found oh it yeah What'd you find, Mr. Tim? Oh, so the record he recorded at Different Fur, where I was a couple of weeks ago, uh, it was with David Byrne, My Life in the Bush of yeah. Ghosts. Yeah, David Byrne and him are friends. Yeah. Is he local? Not David Byrne, but Brandy, you know. Uh, he moved to the States. I thought he was in New York. But uh, Yeah, and Stevie Wonder did characters there. Yeah, Car- oh, I love that album. That came out in 1987. Yeah, oh shit, Devo. Uh, yeah, this this. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, he this, and he did Devo. Yeah, he did Bobby Bobby Brown did Don't Be Cruel there. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Don't, Don't be, be cruel. cruel. Don't yeah. be cruel. Yeah. Don't be yeah. cruel to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I had Pam showed up there and we recorded the. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, Pam did the mnemonic for her. So now I put her through a vocoder. It goes pervert, pervert. <laughs> In robot voice, it's Pam. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Ash Ryder, that's my friend. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's the. Uh, so I'm still tripping about the fact that. Because it's the discography of uh, who's recorded at the studio. Oh, okay, yeah. She's so you recorded at the same place as Bobby Brown? That's dope as fuck. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and Brian Eno. And, Brian Eno. Yeah. and Stevie Wonder. And Stevie Wonder? Yeah, I mean, the list is crazy, yeah. So you're, you're, you're Moog, Moog uh, people, basically. Yeah. Yeah. What got you into that, by the way? Like, was it the sounds um, or? You know, I was playing guitar, and uh, my whole life I had thought that the sound of Moogs were guitars. Like, whenever I'd hear them in songs, I'd be like, how the fuck do they get this big-ass sound? You know, like, whatever, yeah. what's going on? You know, or, um, like, the weirder stuff. Like, I knew the keyboard stuff was keyboard stuff, but when it was something weird, I always thought it was, like, a cool guitar pedal. Uh-huh. Um, and just being around music and then... Um, uh, you know, I don't really remember the first time. Well, I've got the. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, there was this band, Menomina. Menomina. And they had. I, I thought there was like five people in the band, <laughs> and there was only three. And the singer. Uh, well, they'd all, they'd all sing, and they would take, they'd all swap, uh, you know, verses and choruses and whatever. Uh-huh. But they all had the same voice, which was really weird. And there was no bass player. Or no, there was a bass player, but sometimes the guy would stop playing bass and he would start playing baritone sax. And then the guitarist would play this thing with his feet, this piano with his feet. It had like an octave of keys. Um, it was He just called it a floor moog when I asked him about it after the show. Uh-huh. Um, it was actually a Taurus pedal. So I found a Taurus pedal somewhere 
and I bought it, and that was my first mug. Wow. And then, uh, and then after that, I got a slim fatty, and then now I'm just doing the modular shit. But um, you can't actually, you can play it live. You can plug a keyboard into it and play it if you want, but now I just sequence all the notes. So in other words, you didn't become a fan because of Yes albums and stuff. No, I really don't. <laughs> I really don't listen to a whole lot of music anymore. What? Awesome though, they yeah. Herbie Hancock, oh yeah. Back in the sixties, they were the yeah. first studio to have synthesizers. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Herbie Hancock and uh, yeah, I've seen so him a lot. I've have seen him alive. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I've seen Herbie Hancock live. That dude's dope as fuck. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, I saw him in Chicago because he's from Chicago. Oh, um, I've never seen I saw him do classical, though. He did his versions on, on a piano. Oh, and cool. it was really dope. It was really dope. It was like, it was anti-synthesizer, which I, I'm sorry. Synthesizers are instruments. That's just my opinion. Oh, yeah. I, there are a I, lot I grew up in the 80s. A lot of things. I grew up in the 80s, and I believe in the synth. Um, and, but the way that, uh, he was playing it was very melodic, of course, because it was on keys rather than like on a synthesizer. And uh, you know, the thing is just like, <clears throat> I, I, I mean, I love, I do miss instruments in a lot of music nowadays. Hence why that's probably why you don't listen to a lot of music anymore. Oh, uh, I do. I listen I to nothing but pop. If I do listen to music, I, I, I can't, oh God, my mind will just pop. If I don't listen to, or, or if I just listen to nothing but top 40, you know, and it's, I was, um, again, watching another documentary. Actually, I've been listening to a lot of Aphex Twin lately, but. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I used to like them. Yeah. Somebody told me I'd like them, so I downloaded all their shit on the torrents. Um, you know, I saw them a couple of years ago and it was amazing. Yeah. I saw them in uh, 97 and 2005. Uh, I think Apex was actually supposed to tour next year. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I remember Come to Daddy. That's yeah, how I got. Yeah, that's a good one. I got introduced, and that was in 1998. That was and when I was in my like, raver phase. They're, like, super electronic, but... But they're dark, like, a yeah, ministry. Like, like yeah. how ministry was back oh, in the day. Ministry. I've, I've hung out at ministry's house. Hollywood in LA. What? Yeah. Al Jurgensen is my ex boyfriend's friend, and that nigga stank. I don't even. I'm not Al Jurgensen. Al Jurgensen. <laughs> so. That dude has problems. I'm glad he's sober now. That's all I have to say. Ooh. And then the his thing balls that were happened grimy. to, well, so we used to go, <laughs> he has dreadlocks, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, so he Nasty had a really motherfucker. nice house in, the Holly, in Hollywood, and it was like, had a pool, so we just would like, go hang out at his house and swim in his pool, but I only met him like once, but I would hang out at his pool. I met so him. I was very lucky to hang out at a nice pool in the hot LA. See, that's, you know that's dope. Saying? I met him um, in the studio. Nigga was high. But this is like in 2005. See, this is why I like 2005. God damn it. Um, <laughs> and my boyfriend at the time was the basis of My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult, um, which was an industrial band. And oh. that was a whole other genre of music that I liked. Um, and he, he was cool. He was nice. And we did drugs. That's all I have to say. 
about Al Jurgensen. But but the I mean, going back to the fact of like what you know, we were talking about like the style of music like uh Apex Twins, it kinda reminded me of that. And like the or like uh Jesus is my hot rod and then Come to Daddy kinda was like, Oh, this oh, is there's some song he does it's so pretty, yeah, I can't remember. So for me I like them because they're not trance and I do not like Oh god, I'll make you stupid, man. And that's like, Burning Man it has a lot of trance. Okay, we're aging ourselves by talking about trance about trance. The reason why, because everyone from our generation hates trance. <laughs> the majority. But, but dubstep though. to me is worse I than like trance. Jungle. I'm an old school jungle head. I used Fuck to go to yeah. the jungle club every Sunday night. I like I'm a house. I'm a house head. I'm the house. They had a live MC. It was a little dive bar in Santa Monica called Nice. I was underage and I would go. And Raymond Roker, not Raymond Roker, we, the guy who started Herb Magazine, actually, which was a mu- music magazine in LA, he would throw the event. But they had the best jungle DJs from like, they had a live MC like from London, you know, like MCing over the dr- jungle music. That's right? dope. Like, if you ever That's listen dope. to like LT, LTJ Bookham. And oh, yeah. Good, uh, my buddy got to play with him a few years ago, yeah. Yeah, so it was like, How did dubstep go from like I remember when dubstep started it was burial, and that was like one of my that still is one of my favorite records of all time. That's like 2002, 2003. I don't know the record Untrue, Burial, the guys from the UK, one of the greatest spookiest records ever. Um, could do a roast of Santa Claus. I don't really believe in Santa Claus uh, conspiracy <laughs> theories. Why are you going through my papers? <laughs> um, papers. And uh, but okay, so like. But I like dub. Wait, how did dubstep like go from burial to like the well, crap that it is now? Okay, so thank God that dubstep, the the whole thing of 2010 and to present is dead, that which is dubstep. Um, I think it started um, honestly. It's to me, it just reminds me of a mix of like house jungle and and um, bad drugs. If they had a baby. Fuck and and and, and, and then like dub is that. also yeah. It, listen, I mean it's. Uh, I'm an old school. I'm a '90s raver. Yeah, I'll I'll turn on some of my shit really quietly. Um, is that cool? Oh um yeah. Okay. Your music. Yeah, Musica. Yay. Um, Daddy's gonna play music. That's why I don't like new music because all the new music it's like people don't even have to play instruments. They just like play a computer and they don't. Not, like, that takes the fun out of it. Uh, not, no, be mean. Um, <laughs> I should make up a song. Like I could make up a hyphy song in a heartbeat. <laughs> I um, I'm a househead, so I'm a househead, and I do like me some jungle because that's the most time when I'll sweat the most and dance my ass off. Mm-hmm. So house and jungle are yeah. like my favorite. And yes, I, I will like say it. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
should turn it down so we can talk to each other. I like I like this as background. Keep it go go a little south. Go a little south. Go go, go a little right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the spot. No, I see this kind of stuff like this, this is like I this to me is like high school. Yeah. Like this is and it's so simple. And the thing is it's just like I remember there was a it was just all techno at one point in time. Like oh, yeah. it was just like it's my techno. Big sister and my cousin in LA. So my big sister and my cousin were like dead rocker, punk rocker chicks. They were like, I'm one of those too. They wore the creepers, really cool, like mod boots, like new wave. They were new wave dead rockers. That's chicks. me. Like Studio they 54 style. Parties, but they were like underground warehouse parties. And then my sister said there would be like a, a fruit punch at the party with like ecstasy in it. So everybody would take like ecstasy. But you would have to be good, like dressed well enough to get into the party. Like they would be like one of the parties I remember she went to was called Willy Wonka or the Chocolate Factory or Charlie's the Chocolate Factory. And like she would go and it was cute because I used to watch her get ready. And I that's how I learned about house music was from my big sister. Getting wet stuff. by just you talking about yeah, that. And so <laughs> I used to just watch him and be like, I would be like, I want to go out with you, sister. And she'd be like, You can't come out. And then I'd watch her make her face all white and got red lipstick and wear all black and stuff. Cool. That's but awesome. As far as like, do you guys ever listen to Gus Yes, I own yeah. Gus Gus. I own Gus Gus albums and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so like, this so is why that, that's, you're my girl. Yeah. I had a really uh, funny thing happen the other day. Uh, is a guy that he just passed away a while ago, really old. Uh, something Scott Heron. Gil oh, Scott Gil Scott Heron! Yeah. Love he him. My He's my favorite. So my buddy was talking about Gil Scott Heron, Gil Scott Heron this, He's Gil Scott Heron that. Yes. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I got all his records. Check this out. And I started pulling out all these Scott Heron records. Oh, the guy that does Preface. Lady Day. No, yeah, but I was pulling out the dude from Preface '73 because his name's Scott Heron, spelled the same way. <laughs> Uh, but it had like all these like side ones like Sabath and Saval and uh, Dude, all this other shit. Yeah. I love him. Everything he God. was speaking about is still happening in the world. world. By the way, yes. By the way, it's racist. We love a racist president. And he was a poet, but he also. Dude. I saw like message in the bottle. Yes. Yes. I've been like on the oh, Gil Scott Heron tip like again recently. Dude, I'm play I that I was oh my gosh like he is and the thing is like he's been sampled so much too. His voice, his so voice and his and, and people talk about beats now and especially in the hip hop community. Let's talk about beats. So he's, like a, he's, he's a hero in a way. He's, he started something, you know. Like he he I mean he he's just like profound and even like when he's doing his poetry and the the beats and the sounds that he uses are very like it, it's they're so diverse and it's i i i mean i just i like the fact that we're just talking about this i just got a heart on basically <laughs>
And you got a stiffy. <laughs> Lady boner. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in, Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, like, one of the things that makes my panties wet is talking about music. And, like, when people know the unknown and it's just like, wow, you know that? That's how I lost my virginity. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're Roy Ayers fans like a mofo, for real, for sure. That's that was the part of dub that I was gonna get to you about was the fact of like uh, dub is originally originally uh, has to do like with the confinements of the Caribbean people as well, and so oh Roberto has come into the building, um, and dub is I don't think a lot of people know the history of dub, so that's why. Uh, the history of dub is basically I don't know I everything about it. And I listened and I listened to the messages and the music, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. These people who were making that kind of music is like they were into it and they were into it and it's real life. You can move my big ass person. It's heavy. I just wanna let you know that. Um, but oh by the way, Tim, I just have to say this this is dope, the music. Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah. Um, so we are uh, still here on the uh, Alticast on CPT. Uh, I am filling in the shoes for Miss Pam Benjamin. She's in Jersey, where it's cold outside. And uh, I am Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth. Uh, we are here with with uh, Mr. Tim. We're going into the basic, some of them call me Tim, hour. Uh, this is actually your hour right now. Yep. Um, <laughs> don't worry, we'll start talking about Jeebus. Oh no, we're oh we're talking about Dub, and that's Miss Jolene right there on the phone. And then we also have now uh, Mr. Roberto uh, coming to the stage right now. Um, with, with several tiny dogs. With several tiny, with Thelma and Louise. Does that want a puppy? No way. So we got dogs and we got uh, three dogs here. Roof, roof. Um, we are on the music tip right now. We have uh, segued from many, many conversations, but we're, now we're talking about dubstep and like techno and you're, you're, you're talking to basically 30 something year old people talking about like our music and our genre of music. And technically when you think about that, it's our music. My sister loves Taylor Swift. The bitch at least writes. The bitch can play music and. I don't care about that bitch. I'm glad that she. Um, I'm glad that that bitch can play a, pi play a piano. I, I keep listening to Lord. And a guitar, and she writes, but. Um, I, I'm still a Madonna. I ain't listen, Madonna. That's oh, all I gotta yeah, say. I, I like Why is she always holding like a smoothie? Madonna? Yeah. 
Because she uh, likes to. Why is everyone talking about Madonna aging? <laughs> it it hurts my. Yes, yes, I have. That nigga old too. He's in his fifties now. See, now, now. Trying to like pickle herself. I agree. Okay. Now we're gonna talk about Madonna. Madonna. Now we're gonna talk about Madonna. Why are you doing that? You're too beautiful for that. Sorry. First of all, it's not complimenting you. It's not working. I'm just being honest. Okay. 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 I agree. Okay, but she, she, um, she needs to stop trying because stare, share, stop. Don't try so hard. Yeah, she tries. She's being thirsty. She looks good. Oh, okay. I mean, her surgeon did a great job. I mean, unless I turn into a um, tin, I probably won't eat. Like, <laughs> no. Your part, your part, your part Latin. You'll be all right. <laughs> and Native American. American, yeah. Well, uh, hey, no, but still, I mean, you're going to eat. Like, no, black don't crack. I'm okay. Gonna oh, yeah. No, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, you're not. Well, I, actually, I have <laughs> to be. Not. No. I'm the only one that's going to be. No. I'm. <laughs> No, That's a lie. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, fuck you, you're not. first of all, light-skinned people get bags under their eyes, and light-skinned people get crow's feet. Okay, so I have I to be cautious. Bad. I wear night cream, all right. I'm gonna cream. let you know that. Duh. <laughs> Which I, I'm gonna have a sip of your beer really soon, but um, but I also have to say that the fact of the matter, it's it, it's genetics is a motherfucker. And yes, black doesn't crack. This is why I used to drink coffee when I was a kid, because I wanted to be black. Uh, <laughs> because my cousin would tell me, if you drink coffee, it'll make you black. So I would uh, oh drink coffee when, all the way from four to eight. I, I would your cousin just hated your mom. Maybe <laughs> no, he loved, oh no, he was, he looked like the black version of Jack Nicholson. That's like what I would tell my, my brother, because I hate him. I'd be like, tell his kids, be like, you need to drink coffee. <laughs> and play drums. Yeah. When I was a kid, they told me that my mom found me behind a Chinese restaurant in the future. And because I had slanted eyes. And I would cry. And they would sing China Girl, China Girl, eat her rice, right, any spice. And I would cry. And then the David Bowie song, China Girl. That's it. And when you get excited. Oh, baby. Just you shut your mouth. <laughs> China girl. Oh, I, love I love that song. That's that's I so would funny. Damn. It happens in every culture in the family, it's where somebody, yeah, yeah, somebody. They, they all find a child in a Chinese dumpster. <laughs> Drink coffee, it'll make you black. Yeah. And I believed it. Hey, uh, oh, we're about to celebrate that one year anniversary yeah, no, too. I wonder how many like uh, I wonder how many January like teen 7, females January. David Bowie is responsible for thrusting into puberty with Labyrinth. First of all, I hate that movie. Yeah, but you don't hate his fucking junk going through it's that leotard. It's not his. It's not his penis. <laughs> watch the man Wait, who did fell you to watch earth. What I've seen that. What is that again? Uh, the Man Who Fell to Earth came out in 1976. You can actually see his penis. I don't need to see his penis, I but would, okay. Oh, God, I would do think. Oh, I'm <laughs> dead now. Um, 
No, you actually see his penis. I, even when I was a kid with Labyrinth, I was just like, uh, that shit ain't real. The reason why I knew that shit wasn't real because there was this dude named Larry Blackman who was the uh, the main dude in the this R&B band called Cameo. Yeah. And he used to wear a oh, red yeah, cup. Yeah, Cameo. Yeah, he used to wear a red cup. Yeah. And the Cameo in the Word Up video, he had a cup Word too. Up, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, that shit ain't real. I, I knew that from Cameo. Thank you. I Cameo Rex. <laughs> cameo or Death. That's a god. <laughs> I have a cameo and somebody out like three days that I love and I bought two copies of the record because I'm like, cameo. It's cameo. Dude. Wait, what was his name for the popular song? Word up. Word up. Word up. Word up. Yeah. And just like Kendra, Kendra. I got hair around your tongue. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, was thinking, I was thinking of Jermaine Stewart. No, oh, here. we don't have to take our clothes yeah. off? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is Andrew or uh, 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 Mr. Kemp. Uh, he just died recently. Uh, Johnny Kemp just got paid. It's Friday night, party shaking, <laughs> getting right. All the okay. <laughs> you guys are on the music tip right now at Mutiny Radio FM. The Trump moment, the Trump effect. Was he cute? Thank you, Robert. (laughs) He's shaking his head. You can't see it, oh, but it's it pretty. next four years are gonna be sexy as a motherfucker. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight know, phrase. Him really <laughs> made my name. I made my name he was funny and he was older and he seemed like different. 
I, it, it's, um, we're going to wrap it up pretty soon here, but I do have to say, like, the, f the fact of the matter that his cabinet are filled with old white dudes, and none uh, of them are sexy. And they're all... I'm going to judge them a lot. Like, I'm going to be, like, very, like, I don't know. I'll be like TMZ, like, oh, did, you, did you see the Secretary of hey, State? Hey, man, him and Kanye are hanging out now. Oh, I know! Hold on, I gotta piss. But after, the, but <laughs> please talk after these measures. Actually, Tim, can you please talk about that for a moment? I'll be right I mean, back. All I know is that like Kanye just recently had a mental break, and then I know that it had something to do. I, I would to look like Trumps. Oh, weird. I know that he was like in San Jose, and he started saying some pro-Trump stuff. And then he went to SAC, and he started saying some pro-Trump stuff. And then he had a mental break. I don't know if that had anything to do with. Yeah, like yesterday or something, right? Well, I mean, I think to be... Yeah, I mean, to be that famous, it's got to fuck with you. Oh yeah, but I mean, at least she played like on Polk Street and like yeah, with her shaved yeah, head and like did like a weird singer-songwriter stuff. I would have killed to see that. Killed the, to see what? I missed it. I was when, pissing. When Britney had her uh, freak out and shaved her head, she played a show like. I was just saying, if he Kanye West snapped like Britney Spears, would you think differently of Kanye West? Talking to the microphone. I've, Either one. Like a dick. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say, uh, say that again, Mr. Roberto. I'm just saying, if Kanye West snapped like Britney Spears, would you feel differently about um, Kanye No, be, the fact of the matter, because uh, Kanye is making it a little bit more political rather than it should be, as Britney is just actually. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he was saying. I just know he was saying really pro Trump like stuff. Sick, that nigga is sick. Yes, he's been sick since 2009. I think he's manic. He's manic, right? Saying, like, if he really has a mental issue. That nigga, yeah, he does. No. Yeah, no, he does. I know he, I know for a fact that he has, ever since his mother died, I was having a conversation with someone about this. His, when his mom died, by the way, his mom died. She moved to LA to be closer to her son. She died getting, trying to get plastic surgery. Do you see, do you see the steps? Do you see the steps of like where things are act are like a little bit and weird and fucked up so she she passes away and and then he has that freak out on Taylor Swift oh god no not Taylor uh, in 2009 and and I remember the MTV Awards I think it was 09 or 2010 why am I remembering this shit I don't know um, and he was drunk as fuck he had a bottle of Hennessy in his hand and then he was like Beyonce should have won this award that oh, right yeah, there was, yeah, he was talking and he was sweating profusely. Yeah, like, it was like right in the middle of like Beck's like thing. Yes, yes, exactly. You know what was weird? Those were the two only two albums that I bought that year: <laughs> the Beck album and the Beyonce album. Really? <laughs> and they both, yeah, yeah, like that's what I listened that's, to that it's, year. It's, that's, because they were good. They're fucking fantastic. They're great. Yeah. yeah, both of them were amazing. Dude, it was just like I didn't. I just. And you know what? I liked the Beck one more. But yeah, yeah. 
But the new Beyonce one's amazing. First of all, the new Beyonce is, I just started liking Beyonce again. Yeah. It's weird. But then, and then he goes off on this, talking about Jay-Z and Beyonce, like on, like, they didn't call me. What happened with Kim? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, nigga, you need some pills. Nigga, you need pills. I gotta, I gotta go in the other room. Oh, oh. Okay. So uh, uh, Tim's leaving us, but yes, we're gonna be leaving you guys soon in about two minutes. Go ahead and make your final statement. Oh, should I make a final statement? Yes, make your final statement. Uh, yeah, go uh, check out uh, on iTunes my podcast. It's just me playing a synthesizer, and there's no talking. Yeah. Uh, it's a uh, pervert fervor. And this is you right now, correct? Yeah. And yeah, this, this is, is uh, a- this is episode one actually with it. This is dope. Um, yeah, thanks. So uh, go get it. Yeah. And talk over it. All right, I'm going to go write jokes in the other room. <laughs> you yeah. go write some jokes. <laughs> yeah, I got to write some jokes. Well, Tim is remember, leaving the building. I remember how, like, you know, fame can really get to you. When I was little, I watched this movie called Hook. Has anybody seen Hunk? Yes. Do you remember Hook? Yeah. Hook? Hunk. Hunk? Oh, I thought you said Hook. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, and you have a lot of yes people. You could have saved his life. Don't save <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. That's Don't mean. Yes. Say your last words. Orange face. And sexy white people dying. Nine I'm still not people to some people, so. Oh, stop it. Robert, do you have any last words? I wish I was. Ooh, actually, I would love that salad. Roberto, do you have any last words? Uh, no, I'm just um, happy to be here today. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yay! <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for having me. 
Well, on that note, uh, my last words are uh, you say yes, I say no, you say bye, and I say I don't know. Oh, say goodbye, and I say hello, hello, hello. I don't know why you say goodbye. Welcome to this week's edition of Regarding Sex. I shouldn't say week because we come to you live on the first and third of the month. And we welcome you. Obviously, it's the first Wednesday of the month. You're live with uh, at Regarding Sex from MutinyRadio.fm. This is your host, Will to Fly. Uh, my co-host, Spicy Spice, is on the East Coast for the month. So you'll be hearing from me uh, 
solo today, although we've got a very interesting uh, guest this, this afternoon. And you'll uh, be hearing from Lulu Love and myself when we uh, reconvene on the third Wednesday of the month. So stay tuned to that. We've got some great shows, a little different, uh, more detail-oriented than uh, some of the ones we did in April. But uh, those were also the starting shows. So there you go. In any case, uh, we are going to have a guest in half an hour, and um, I do apologize for the late cut-in. Uh, it's a commuting country here in California, because we're coming live to you from San Francisco, California, and uh, I got bumped on the bridge on the way in, and nobody stopped, and so now I'm going to have to fix my car, because, of course, I pay for insurance, so they never can use it, right? That, don't we all? Well, we should have a, a show on that. Uh, at some point. Anyway, if you'd like to call in live, you know you can, 415-550-0511, or you can call, contact either one of us, uh, any one of the three hosts, Lululoves at regardingsex.com, Spicy Spice at regardingsex.com, or myself, will to fly that's W-I-L-L-T-O-F-L-Y, at Regarding Sex, or you can look us up on uh, Facebook at Regarding Sex. We will be checking those throughout the show, so if you do have a question for our guests or a comment, please do give them to us. Uh, we will be, uh, I can even forward them. If, uh, if you'd like to leave us a name and number, then we'll use that on the air, whatever name and number you do use. Um, so do give us a, a call, and if you'd like to hear a show or you have some uh, a story you'd like to, to read on the show, we do have a storytelling hour, and we do have an opening this afternoon. So if you have a really great erotic piece of uh, fiction or nonfiction, and you'd like to read it live, then uh, please do contact us. And uh, even if we can't get you on, we will have space for you in uh, some of the upcoming shows. In fact, uh, I believe that uh, one of the shows coming up here in the future will probably be just a storytelling show. It's, uh, it's kind of one of our favorite times, um, one of our favorite parts of the show, mostly because we get to stand out in the lobby, socialize, and drink while somebody else takes over the air, right? So it's like uh, free money, kind of. In any case, I am um, fully engaging, especially with myself. I think self-love is important. Self-radio is a little harder. So I will uh, probably ramble a bit more than I normally do. But um, you could call and take me off the air. That's the easiest way to do. 415-550-0511. If you're listening to the podcast, obviously that number only works on the first and third Wednesdays of the month from 8 to 10. Or you can come down. We do have a live sponsor. This is a live show. And a lot of our demonstrations and uh, our... Uh, fuckery, if you will, and just the uh, comments or the readings are all done live here in the studio audience. So do come down and join us at any time. Um, uh, We're a, a listener-supported radio, so donations are greatly appreciated, but there is no cost for any of this. So come on down, watch the show live, involve yourself live, uh, and get to meet the hosts or the our featured artists, and uh, as you well know, we've had pretty much an author almost every single show, and that's been very interesting. So today, we're actually going to have the author of um, a new book um, just come out, and uh, you can get it. To, it's already available for downloading. I, I noticed uh, I downloaded it on Google today, so I know it's there, and um, it's, it's uh, pretty interesting. He's got some interesting ideas. Uh, I'd like to ex we're gonna explore some with him when he comes in. It's somewhat uh, controversial. Some of it is brilliantly simple, uh, I think, in its assessment, but it'll be interesting to hear from the author, and you can't do that unless you pay attention and listen in after, uh, 
after uh, 8.30 tonight. And we will feature him for most of the hour, uh, so you will have some chance, uh, chance to get in and call or ask him a question uh, when that time comes. In any case, um, I want to also let you know that you can reach us if you have uh, if if you'd like to sponsor the show. Uh, we've had some interest in some of the more esoteric. Um, I hate I almost hate the word sex, not because it's not descriptive. I mean, this is regarding sex, but um, facilitators, toys, playthings. Uh, last week of uh, last show, not last week, but last show was 420, and we had some uh, cannabis. Uh, Cannabis Oil um, uh, sponsors, and of course, as uh, any of you that have listened to Mutiny Radio in the past know, we were spo- uh, sponsored by uh, Alta California, which is a large uh, medicinal marijuana company. And um, uh, so, you know, we do have some uh, interesting sidelights. In any case, I was going to bring up the, um, I was going to describe a little bit of the author or the book, and uh, if any of you guys want to look it up uh, before or uh, um, kind of peruse it before you get on this show, that'd be great. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm going to allow you to do that. And of course, I changed my, uh, my um, Facebook feed so that I can't find it, right? Just when you're on the air. Um, it's it becomes un, unfindable. So just give me a second here, folks. And it's not that I won't ramble, uh, because I am capable of long spiels of talk. Uh, but so tonight we're going to have the author of Decoding Your Kink, and you can that is available online. You can get it. Uh, I also know that the last show we had the author of. Um, the lesbian haiku book uh, involving cats. And I actually ran into her book, featured at several bookstores in uh, Berkeley and Oakland over this last week. So congratulations there. Uh, at least it's getting some, some play. But um, we will have uh, Galen uh, Faust, who is a, reg- uh, a therapist and um, obviously kink aware. And he'll be discussing some of his... Uh, his um, beliefs and going over some of his case studies from uh, and and why he's gotten some of the uh, I would say how do you say uh, why he has what, what what his opinions are based on that's actually what I'm trying to say in any case um, and I also want to thank uh, House of Pride which precedes this program I have a feeling you'll end up seeing us with them in a crossover program at some point, just because they're more more involved in the community, but uh, it is part of the community. So um, I'm glad to hope to have them at some point here in the near future. Uh, in any case, um, I'm going to uh, take a little, a couple of extra musical breaks just because we're solo today and set up for the interview. Uh, but uh, I've got a great soundtrack for you tonight. Um, all involving sex in one way or another. So uh, one of my s- theme songs and one of the songs that I'd like to make a um, song on, well, actually start the show with, but because uh, I got a hit, I uh, didn't get a chance to find it before um, before the show tonight. But uh, 
one of my favorite song, songs is, uh, and we'll go over it in just a, a second here, is um, Strict Machine, which um, I think, oops, is uh, an excellent song. And if you think about it, it's uh, actually a kind of a kinky song too. Well, I, I think it has been some, somebody accused me of kinkifying everything in my life. Well, we'll have to ask Galen about that because I have a quick wit and it generally goes to sexual topics, which is probably why I co-host the show, huh? And produce it. So um, it will be interesting. Uh, I do have, I have, uh, I know that uh, Spicy Spice had wanted to be here tonight, but she has indicated that she's tied up. So she won't be coming on tonight. And then uh, the next show is probably going to be a little too packed for her. So, but she will be back on the first Wednesday of June. So the first Wednesday of June, and we already have uh, a nice lineup. I'll uh, wait and announce that a little bit later uh, in the month so that you know what to expect. But um, it was some people that we had hoped uh, we were going to have um, before the 420 show, but we couldn't do it. But they're so, but they, they have such a compelling story that we thought we'd uh, kind of fit them in again later on in the summer. So in, uh, without further ado, I want to play you a little tune. Hello, 
It's joke writing time with Chris Knatzer and Timothy Pizza in like a minute and a half.
You're coming to the joke writing hour with Timothy Pizza and Christopher Canazza. Writing jokes. Writing jokes live on the air. Jokes, 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 spaghetti. And not to ruin the show, but we're, we're writing jokes for the Roast SF Roast of Santa Claus at Soma Street Food Park. Yeah. There's two editions. There's one in Berkeley the night before Pappy's. Are you doing that one as well? No, no, no. I got to work. Me neither. I'm just on the uh, San Francisco edition. Didn't make the cut for the double bill, but I'm happy to be a part of it. It's always a really, really fun time, and uh, Pete packs out the Soma Street Food Park, so get there early, 8.30 Saturday night. Uh, if you're listening to this at all, it's probably months after on the archive, right? I don't know, man. I don't know how things work. Let's look at. Let's take a look at the... Uh, well, we have 218 live listeners right now. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. To the uh, Soma oh, Street Food oh, Park. Oh, we're up to 219. Nice. Look yeah, at that somebody, little meter go. Somebody tuning in. If you're just tuning in, and you are, because we can see you, uh, <laughs> welcome to the joke writing hour. Yeah, this is the joke writing hour. We've been doing joke writing hour for years. A staple. Yeah, it's a staple show here at Mini Radio. Um, where should we start, Santa? Yeah, Santa. What what's your take? What's your take gonna be? And it, it's hard because you don't know when you're coming up. So you're hoping I. It's I want to do. I want to make this joke racist, but I don't want to be offensive. How are you gonna make it racist? I don't know. I thought about that, just coming out and being like, I know that you are not the real Santa because Santa is black. Oh, I want to somehow eloquently say that, like, fuck you, Santa, for, like, fucking over all the poor people, basically. Because, like, you make you think that the kids are getting shit for free when really their parents got to spend the money. He's an elitist prick. Yeah, yeah. He works one day a year and he's in the top 1%. Yeah. And then the other joke that I have was i'm gonna be like well if you can fucking see everything santa and you know everything fucking why you know all these years i thought i was just fucking homeschooled but really though i was kidnapped wait what i said i said all these years i've been like homeschooled but really though i was kidnapped like why didn't santa say nothing wait you lost me no, the, the joke is like i thought i was homeschooled but right, i was right. really kidnapped right so your parents kidnapped you are not your real parents no yeah it was kidnapped ah that's the whole thing but i want to make it like yo santa why didn't you help me out because you know everything santa's an accessory yeah i mean he can see everything right yeah just like you, your parents continually getting coal in their stockings did not help you right right <laughs> <laughs> that's funny can i use that yeah, of course yeah <laughs> of course that's why we're here on the joke because right they're now. bad parents they kidnapped me yeah, exactly. yeah uh naughty naughty people to take a child and raise them raise him in the basement <laughs> as their own yeah all the years they got coal all, instead of giving my call instead of instead of wasting the time of filling my parents coughings uh stockings with coal you shouldn't fucking dial in 911 <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, maybe maybe I'll attack Santa in the same vein, but from a different angle, which is uh, what a huge carbon footprint this guy has. <laughs> My goodness, all the naughtiness in the world. Yeah, I uh, I think it's high time that he started. Uh, I don't know, use use uh, recycle leave recycled cardboard in the stockings. I don't know. There's that's not funny. Uh, <laughs> they can't all be good. Um, oh, you're seeing how the sausage is made. You're hearing how the sausage is made. Now, what is, uh, yeah, there's got to be a lot more stuff with coal, right? Coal in the old stockings. Um, is it, yeah. Is it part of the conspiracy, part of the coal industry, big coal. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, 
Um, a slave to Big Coal. Well, no, they wouldn't want to be. Big Coal would want... It would have to be Big Coal's enemy because they're giving it a negative thing to get coal. So it would have to be like Big Oil. Yeah, but who's making money off the sale of all that coal? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's got to buy all that coal. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the uh, Nicorette. They got you both ways. They sell the cigarettes and they sell the, uh, the solution. solution. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about doing that jump, but no, it's, oh, I think I'd just rather die of cancer than vape. You ever get... Uh, you ever get coal in your stocking? You ever, your parents ever fill up your stocking with charcoal briquettes? <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. Okay, me neither then. Yeah, I mean, has anybody really done that? No, that'd be funny, though. I'd do that to my kid. Then I'd be like, ah, I'm just fucking with you. Here's some candy. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, big coal. Let's go back to this. I think, I think there's something there. Big coal. Big coal. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go crazy, you can do the whole bestiality angle with... Uh, yeah, I feel like somebody else is going to do that. Somebody's definitely going to do that. Yeah. Uh, um, um, well, it's, let's, uh, it's hard to take. Well, there's the pedo. Do you want me to just read this Wikipedia file on Santa that I printed out, even though a computer's right in front of me? No. it's. I read some of it. It's pretty boring. You're going to have to skim it. Just read the all highlights. All right, all right. Um, <clears throat> but there's, uh, there are prostitutes involved in the story of Santa, though. That was exciting to find out. There were? Yeah, yeah. It's down at the bottom of, or at the top of page two. Bottom of page one. I guess. You can just find those hookers immediately, can't you? Nah, they, well, they jump off the page when yeah. you're reading about old Father Christmas. <laughs> when you're reading, reading about the origin of Yule. And <laughs> yeah, what is Yule? Oh, it's in there. It's a German pagan holiday. Okay. A midwinter fest. Oh yeah. That has been repurposed. And a Christian and dowry so that they would life. not become prostitutes. Yeah, you weren't lying. Uh huh. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll actually. In the guise of roasting Santa, I will roast the consumer industry. Oh, yeah. I got to write down that I was going to call um, you the Santa Claus for prostitutes. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty good one. Um, because when I when I roasted a porn star, I actually – all the jokes were directed, like, sort of at her, but they were actually jokes about uh, equality, uh, feminism, and uh, people who watch porn. And it's I like to – you know, because you can't really roast a porn star. Come on. You can't really roast Santa. He's untouchable. I mean, like, what can you do to a porn star that's, like, exactly going to cause any effect on her whatsoever? Yeah, I just used her to roast the audience. And like, that's what I, I like to roast the audience. That look them, her deeply in the eye and tell her how much you care for her. I like to make them think <laughs> why, why they spent good money to sit kind of outside and watch a roast. Um, no, but it's, it's in a tent and it's heated. It's fine. Everybody's fine. Um, yeah, but... We could just talk about how the meaning of Christmas has been completely destroyed. Right. And Santa's really a key part of that because he was branded by Coca-Cola. Right, he, but how did they come with the Santa car whatever he had? The sleigh. The sleigh. The sleigh? I don't know. I'm sure that's in the Wikipedia article. Uh, yeah, reindeer do not fly. Yeah, reindeer don't fly. I've seen reindeer, <clears throat> but they don't fly. I just saw somebody drinking reindeer pee on a... Yikes. On that show, Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let me see if we can give us some topics. Santa fodder here. What's the deal with Hanukkah? Chinaka? Um, I don't know. It's, it's it's really complicated from what I remember. Like, do, do Jewish people and Jewish children refuse? Was this a historical thing where they refused 
attention from Santa Claus or he just left them <laughs> <laughs> or he just left them out. Yeah. You know, like is Santa Claus anti Semitic or right. is he respecting the wishes of the Jewish people? I've always wondered that. Right. Maybe I'll just ask him. I don't know. I've had a couple of Jewish girlfriends over the years. And they always do uh, Christmas. Like, they always do, uh, like, some of them even got, like, a tree, and they'll have, like, a Christmas. Or they, like, their families would fucking do this, because I think, like, everybody else was at school or something. you want to go shopping, man. But, I mean, imagine if I had the gall to do Chinaka or Kanaka. Like, I would get shit for it. You think I would get shit for it? Not as much as if you did Ponza, but yes. Right, right. Just doing Hanukkah. Like, don't even research it. Just uh, make it up as I go along. Um, let's see, Germanic paganism, Wodan Christianization. Um, There's wait, the, it, you it, can take the pedophilia route, or, or, or I think we should take the route. Um, other things Santa is doing in your house, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he could be like, he could be like, because it says this is Christianization, like maybe he's like baptizing all of us. Now you could also you could also roast a horrible childhood, if you stay on that track. By, uh, you still believe in Santa, but for the first time as an adult, you're confronting him about, you know, why why the cookies and milk? You're clearly lactose intolerant. You vomited all over the tree. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> or like every year. Why do you need food and drink when you come into my house? Are you going to be doing something that like makes you work up an appetite? Yeah. Wow. How come? Uh, I always, you always make mommy and daddy cry on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they always sobbing and hitting yeah. each other? Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, maybe not. Well, it's going to be a tough one. It's tough to roast old St. Nick. I know, and it's such a weird topic. Well, not a weird topic, but it's such a, like, a huge topic that, like, um, that's why I want to get as weird as possible with it. Because I feel like it's going to be, like, if we start just doing, like, you know, something about him banging an elf... Yeah, it's gonna. Well, it really depends on the order. If you're the first one up at this roast, you can let fly with all the hacky ones. Right. But if you're the last one to go up, a lot of people are gonna be have done the obvious Santa jokes. Like, there's definitely a joke about kids sitting in his lap all the time. Right. Um. What's hot right now? Like, just with anything. What do you mean? What the kids like? Well, I mean, like people are talking about Trump, but I don't want to talk about Trump. Um, yeah, Trump's boring. What else is pertinent? Star Wars. Fuck that. Wait, wait a minute, maybe. Hold on. I don't know enough about Star Wars to make a Star Wars movie. Star Wars movie comes out uh, the day before the roast. Yeah. yeah. So there's going to be a bunch of... Uh, yeah. A bunch of buzz. Yeah. A bunch of Star Wars buzz. Uh, yeah, other than that, it's all Trump and the, the insane cabinet appointments. Ooh, I just thought it was... Like, he's just like a weird white guy with a beard that, like, watches kids sleep in his sweats. You know, like he's like a weird white guy that's wearing sweats yeah, that, that watches kids sleep. Yeah. Okay, well, I can put that somewhere. Okay, yeah, weird, weird guy. Uh, yeah, what's yeah. with his weird Santa pants? Are these sweats? Uh, yeah, it's like a tracksuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Russian because it's a tracksuit. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I'm writing uh, pedophile's dream. Millions of middle-aged bearded guys. They're just trying out for the Santa job. Yeah, that hold children in their lap with loose clothing on. Oh, dude, we should talk about Santa testing. 
Like the background check that they do on Santa to get the job? Yeah. <laughs> Santa tracker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. Like, I'm going to make a phone app so you can go through Megan's list and see how many registered sex offenders are mall Santas. <laughs> oh, man. That's something society's not ready for. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. Oh, wait. I'm going to start Googling true crime uh, Santa murders and see if, like, any mall Santas have murdered anybody. <laughs> Especially locally. Uh... Yeah, I don't know if I'm discovering that when I write jokes, I'm largely silent. Yeah, well, I can, we should put some music yeah, on. Yeah, give, give the people some Christmas music or something. Um, no, I'm not gonna <laughs> listen to Christmas. Well, maybe that might help us. Um, I don't have any Christmas music. Um, hang on, I'll do that a second here. Do 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 do. Santa Claus. Santa murders. Santa murders family in Texas. That's an actual news story. Yeah, Texas dad dressed as Santa murders his entire family. <laughs> Good lord! Ooh, it's on the, it made it all the way to the BBC. Holy fuck! Wow. Well, tis the season. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, music. Santa Claus. Maybe, maybe I'll just paint Santa Claus as a huge Trump supporter. Uh, there you go. Well, no, that sounds dumb. Everybody's talking about Trump. I don't know. I just don't like hearing about Trump. Yeah. <clears throat> Whoa, what's going on here? Well, you better buckle in. Yeah. <laughs> Let's change the face of comedy. You think for good? Well, for a while. Because he well he refuses to not be ridiculous. If he would just calm down, everybody could calm down with him. But uh, his cabinet picks picks are insane, and then he tweets. He yeah tweets against like popular programs like Saturday Night Live and uh, CNN. He just tweets against them. Like stop it. Yeah, you're better than that, sir. Wait, let's pick apart this Santa guy murdering his family. Cause yeah, what happened there? Okay, let's see here. Hmm. Investor, uh, investigators found four women, three men, aged 15 to 59, dead among unwrapped <laughs> presents and Christmas decorations <laughs> in the flat's living room. Good. Uh, the gunman who shot dead six relatives before killing himself at a family Christmas celebration in Texas. Uh, two handguns were also recovered at the scene in the city of Grapevine near Dallas on Sunday. Investigators do not know the prompted killings. Grapevine Police Lieutenant Todd Deering told BBC that's... <laughs> Like, imagine being a little kid and being all pumped to see Santa, and then he just guns down your family. Wow. Yeah. Grapevine. Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to give him shit for, like, the company he keeps, because I'm going to be like, yo, dude, like, you need to get better people as your mall Santas and your fucking thing. I mean, we got people killing their families. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should just bring newspaper clippings. 
yeah. like all these articles and be like, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> just hold them up to the crowd and be like, murdered six. Yeah. Okay. Texas murder. I'm going to write. That's a great idea. I'm, I'm going to do that. Accused <laughs> of such and such. Yeah. Um, it's man. right here, folks. BBC. <laughs> Should I make a PowerPoint presentation? Yeah, not, <laughs> Get blackout drunk. Not fake. <laughs> um... I could just do that and get all Santa murders. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad idea at all. That's really original, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Santa the Maniac. <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. This is our pensive Santa music. This is Santa sneaking through your house with a machete. Yeah, it's such a weird... Uh, ho, ho, ho! It's such a weird thing that we tell our children. I mean, like, were we pumped about Santa before anybody told us about him? Yeah, when you were a little kid, you were like, holy shit. But even now, it's like with social media, there's too many Santas, I feel. Yeah. Because when I was a little kid, like, you'd see... Santa on TV here and there usually only in December and then occasionally you'd see a Santa at the mall yeah but now there's fucking Santas everywhere. well like the radio like we you know KRQ or whatever used to be like oh we just got a report from so and so that we saw the sleigh flying through the air he's going over Dallas right now yeah yeah you know, they yeah, do that shit to fuck it, with the it was kids. It's more exciting, but now you just like they got the Twitter tracker, and it's just every it's too much. Yeah, there's Santa everywhere, so I think kids have gone numb to him. Yeah, uh, it's more background noise. Yeah, who's he got to compete with? There you go. But just as a child, you know, Santa's everywhere. God is nowhere. You're asked to believe in both of them. Dude, yeah, you need to be writing this shit down. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Santa's everywhere. God is nowhere. <laughs> Who do you trust? Yeah. Yeah. Why do we? Why do we just start our children with huge lies? Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> George, Tofu. George Washington could never tell a lie, and that's how he got the nickname Honest Abe. Yeah, it's like the biggest lie ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All oh, horse shit. Yeah. Slaves. I'm just writing down as a bullet point. Slaves. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about slavery yeah. at the Santa roast. Yeah. Yeah. It gives a, it gives a false hope, breeding false hope in people, and then no, not only false hope is a byproduct. It's really just breeding disappointment. Like Santa is the, the first like. It's like when you get a dog. Now you know one day it's going to be a horrible day. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe I'll attack him as a Trump supporter. Without ever saying Trump's name, I'll be like, you, uh, you know, because he's taking American jobs. <laughs> yeah. He's moved them to the North Pole. Yeah. Uh, for a long time now. Yeah. Well, you, you know, or you could also say, like, you know why Santa's white. I mean, if in the middle of the night you found a black man climbing into your chimney. Oh, yeah. Somebody's definitely going to go that route. Yeah. Somebody's def definitely going that route. Let's get them all out now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I feel like he could tweak that though, make it. Uh, 
You don't have to do the chimney one, but uh, yeah, I could definitely make a talk about reasons why it's okay I want, for I a white. Well, so my roast to be remembered for its uh, social points of right. <laughs> of Islamophobia, slavery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the legacy of Native American genocide. <laughs> it's like on the hierarchy of like deities, where's Santa sit? Like, you know, is it like God and then Santa, or Santa God? Like, is does God hire Santa? Yeah, you ever hang out with Zeus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long pause. Yeah. Um, this might be a very quiet roast. Yeah. Very meta roast. Yeah. I'm coming. I'm like coming from a funeral to go to the uh, roast. Oh well, that'd be fun. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Just be a long day. Um, it should be cool though. Uh, <laughs> I think it has an open bar. Oh well. Yeah. It's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. A celebration. Yeah, man. It's at uh, Public Works. Public Works. Jesus. Yeah. Was it a big funeral? Well, it's not a funeral, I guess. It's a memorial. Memorial. Oh. Yeah. Who's the memorial for? Uh, my friend Chelsea. She's done that Oakland thing. Oh, fuck. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. I don't know anybody who's not affected by it either directly or, like, friend of a friend directly. Indirectly, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I, like we, I, like, text, text me and stuff. Not like that night or recently, but, like, last, you know, six months. She, because her and my friend broke up, so I think she was off hanging out in another scene. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up, dude. It's a lot of people hurt. Um, so, no. Santa's fault. No ghost ship jokes at the Santa Ghost. <laughs> yeah. I saw, I've only seen one ghost ship joke, and it was fucking hilarious. Oh, no. It was Dan Harmon was talking about it on his podcast, and he was yeah. talking about it. He's like, yeah, this one guy gets on the news. He starts talking about how he was, like, trying to drag his friend out of the fire. And then he talks about, like, how his friend's leg was broken. He couldn't get him out. And then, like, at some point, he just got so hot, he had to give up and leave his friend there and leave. And he's like, he's like, and then the guy just starts going, like, my pants were in there. All my stuff was in there. (laughs) 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 Because, it's like, you see the guy, like, figure it out, like, on the news. Like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. No good. Well, it's a. It's a real cheerful edition of the old Mutiny Holiday Joke Writing Hour. <laughs> yeah, it's a Mutiny Holiday Joke Writing Hour. Um, huh. We could go like Santa through the years. What is the North Pole, actually? What is, is that? Uh, that's not Antarctica. Antarctica's on the bottom, right? Yeah, I wouldn't be like, dude, I don't know. It's not America, goddammit. I can tell you that. Um, anthrax. Maybe I'll accuse him of being the Unabomber. Mm. Also very Santa-like. Packages delivered. <laughs> Packages <laughs> delivered. Crazy, crazy yeah. bearded man who lives remotely. <laughs> yeah, lives remote. All right, I'm writing that down. Santa, you are the Unabomber. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to attack him. No, the only difference between you and the Unabomber is 12 reindeer. Yeah. Yeah. I figure that out. Which are symbolic. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Vixen, who symbolizes the Commerce Department's overreach. (laughs) Blitzen, of course, the... uh, 
the prophetic erosion of uh, personal rights that quote unquote Kaczynski was worried about. <laughs> Yeah, St. Nick. Or should I call you Theodore? <laughs> um, uh, you could say, like, uh, oh, his manifesto smelled like peppermint? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's tough, man. It's, diff it's harder than you think to make a good joke about Santa that will make him feel pain. Well, he would have to be. Was he a professor in physics? Uh, uh, Santa Claus? No, the Unabomber. Uh, yeah, he was. He studied it. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. if you told him that, they wouldn't know otherwise. There might be one guy that's like, nope. But like, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you could say like, yeah, because he has to be like kind of like quantum to go in everybody's. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, every, everywhere at once. That's true. Yeah, if you would just share. This energy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could. Us, you could change the planet. We could go kill Russia. <laughs> <laughs> now we're friends with Russia now. Are we? Yeah, we're getting back together. Did you. Dude, I mean, tell me if you know anything about this. Uh, I heard uh, that if you watch Trump's speech in Russia, that it's he's translated to look super smart and brilliant. Well, that's probably accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everything's going just fine. Yeah. Yeah, he just made the uh, Exxon Mobil CEO the Secretary of State. Yeah. And he has a very strong relationship with Putin. We're back in, baby. Oh, didn't he hire the WWE lady, too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Linda McMahon. Yeah, for the small business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, she runs a little mom and pop thing called the WWE. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. She's familiar with the needs and concerns of very small business owners in middle yeah. America. Yeah. Uh, certainly takes a lot of their money. Um. Hmm. He's getting all of them though. I got Kanye and Jim Brown aboard today. Yeah. And Bill Gates. Bill Gates is on board. Yeah. Everybody's on board for the big win. Yeah. Let's go team. Uh oh, we got somebody going through the garbage out there. Nope, just depositing. Oh. Deposit. Oh uh, man, I got a really dark one. I could say Mrs. Claus is really tired of having to dress up like little boys. Yeah, he's no feminist. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah, the pedophilia angle is undeniable. You got the kids in the lap. You got the quote-unquote elves. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, that, the one little weird one that looks human that wants to be a dentist. That guy. The elf? Yes, yeah, some, uh, some old holiday special that used to come on CBS, I think. Um... And then you got you got Mrs. Claus. You never hear much about Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Uh, Strangely silent. She might be crazy like Mary Todd Lincoln. Or we could say like it's just actually Santa Claus and drag. Oh yeah, like Norman Bates, Psycho. Yeah. Embalmed. Yeah. It's like because because we could be like, where's Mrs. Claus? Cause she ain't gonna be there. No. Yeah. You never see much of old Mrs. Claus. <laughs> you could just be like, dude, if she was pretty, she'd be here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna write that down because I'm gonna I'm gonna call his wife ugly and then uh, and then <laughs> say if she was pretty she'd be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use that like when he rips something on me. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Your wife's ugly. She was pretty. She'd be here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'll be that'll be a good comeback. 
How long have the uh, the two of you been together? Yeah. <laughs> no children. Oh. <coughs> That's a shame. Yeah, Santa Claus magically never ages further. But like, but if they were gonna do that, did not drink from the chalice of uh, <laughs> everlasting life until he was seventy-eight. Yeah, I know. It's like, what's the fucking point? Just to have a seventy-eight-year-old body for the rest of eternity. Yeah, the old bowl full it's of like, jelly. You can't smash young puss. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't know. We don't know. Let's wait and see how the Cosby maybe in thing Fresno. Turns out. Let's see how the Cosby thing turns out first. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, that's a, I mean, that's kind of a hack route, but you could say, did you, like, like actual five of the uh, Cosby rapes were actually Santa's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, just watch your back, Santa. If they took down Cosby, they'll take you down, too. Dude, that's good. You should use that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be, I'm glad this is going to be last. I'm gonna, all my, my jokes for everybody else on the dais will be pretty funny. And I'll get people on my side before I hit them with all this crazy Santa shit. I'll be like, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah. Cosby. Um. Mm. <laughs> it would be an easy way to say this, like... Uh, like, okay, so, like, when Santa is done, like, hearing what all the kids want... Yeah. Like, when he gets home, he has to, like, microwave a sack of potatoes and sit with it on the couch when he watches TV because he misses his warm child on his lap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, it would be post-something stress syndrome, post-what? Post-Santa. Post <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm definitely going to do the Cosby thing. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wait, I can say, like, it's creepy. Why doesn't Santa have kids? Yeah, that's what I was saying. So how long have you two been together and no kids, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, I didn't catch that. That's tight. Um, Interesting. This <laughs> <laughs> um. You could make reference to Mrs. Claus's barren womb. <laughs> You're trying to compensate. <laughs> Can I can I use it yeah, or yeah yeah you're trying yeah. to compensate for Mrs. Claus's barren womb? Oh, with the sack of potatoes? No, with being with all the children. <laughs> I could close with the sack of potatoes because yeah, yeah. sack of potatoes is weird. Yeah, that's very weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So uh, what's with her barren womb? <laughs> I'm gonna say I know about the I know about the I know about how <laughs> like I know about, I know about the heated back the heated pillow that you have to sit in your lap that you hold in your lap while you watch TV. Or I think people will get it. Now you have to explain it. They'll be like, "What?" Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'll just put my heated sack on the table. Maybe. I'll have to read all these again when I'm not stoned out of my mind. Yeah. 
Fucking <clears throat> Santa Claus, man. It's a hard. It's a hard one. Uh, <laughs> Wait, this is great. Santa is really the only cultural icon we have who's male and doesn't carry a gun. Um, and is all about peace, joy, giving, and caring for other people. Uh, that's part of the magic for me, especially in a culture where we've become so commercialized and hooked into manufactured icons. Manufactured icons? What the fuck is... Santa's Coca-Cola, you dumb shit. Yeah, Santa is much more organic, integral, connected to the past, and therefore connected to the future. TV producer Jonathan Meath, who portrays Santa. Oh, he didn't write that. Big Santa wrote that. Yeah, Big Santa. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I forgot, are you using Big Coal? No, 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 that's all, right, all you. I'm going Big Coal then. Okay. Uh, I forgot what I was writing. I wrote, how long is your... Oh, well. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it's gone very quiet in the joke writing workshop. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like what if, like, Santa came down the chimney and then, like, all they had was, like, a weird, shitty, like, vegan cookie and, like, some, like, <laughs> coconut milk? <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah, that's funny. Just roast vegans. Like, what do they leave for you? Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of all over the place. I kind of want to stay in the crime stuff. So, let me look up more Santa crimes. Ah! Oh, this is uh, oh wow, that was hell of a lot. I'm sorry. Uh, this is fucking all the signs, all the crimes that can't that Santa's actually committing. Yeah. By doing the act of Christmas. Oh yeah, breaking and entering. Yeah. It's not a crime to leave people presents, I don't think, but it is to go inside their house and do it. Oh. Uh, Milk and cookies, voluntary, we assume. Yeah. This is really just the breaking and entering, right? Well, I'm probably some. Uh, some flight patterns that are not authorized by. Oh, a guy dressed as Santa stole a helicopter. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Guy, <laughs> guy robbed a whole entire office party with a, with a guy in an elf costume. There you go. You just frame it like nobody sees the dirty back end. Where do you get all the money, Santa? <laughs> yeah, and then just start pulling out these articles of like yeah. Santa doing doing heists. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there was one during SantaCon one year here in San Francisco. No shit. Santa's just like milled into a store or whatever, robbed it. Yeah. And then milled back out into the crowd. Never to be caught. Yeah. Santa Claus. It's been so long since I had anything resembling the Christmas spirit. Uh, I, uh, I can't remember that much about Santa Claus. I feel like 
I was more tuned in to mo the mythos. I don't know. For me, it's like emotional extortion. <laughs> like it's, uh, yeah. But I like I used to watch. There's a bunch of shows about Santa Claus when you're a kid. There's the there was the one with the uh, the one elf who wanted to be a dentist, and uh, I think it worked out for him. There was the Island of Forgotten Toys, that had Santa in it. I think they kidnapped Santa in that, didn't they? I don't. I, and then I don't, the abominable, abominable I, snowman might have rescued him. I'm getting that feeling when I like start remembering stuff that I've blocked out for years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think uh, Christmas is just a, a thing of the past for me. I guess this is a a sad thing. <laughs> I don't even do you do a tree. You live alone, right? Yeah. Do you do a tree or any shit? Yeah, like but that? not because I like Christmas. Oh, I don't follow. Oh, it's just like a... You do it for the ladies. It's like the bottle of Cavassier. That's part of it. Well, I mean, that's a benefit. I think the reason I do it is because I'm so scared that I'm going to, like, spiral into, like, a crack-smoking depression. Yeah. So that I just try to embrace Christmas as much as possible, and I keep telling myself that I like it, but I hate it with all my heart still. Yeah, I just... Uh, I like some of the music for about a week and a half. I like one... I like two songs. Burl Lives. No, like, um... There's a new one... Uh, it's really pretty. It's uh, it's in a movie. I haven't been able to find like a recording of it. New but, Christmas. Movie. Well, no, it's an old song, new singer. It's uh, Maya Rudolph singing uh, some Christmas song, but it sounds like a Aretha Franklin type deal. Okay. And then the other one I like is the Run DMC Christmas song. Oh yeah, that one's great. Yeah. I love Holly Jolly Christmas. You know, Burl Lives. Actually, the Beach Boy stuff is pretty Christmas. good. It's the best time of the year. Nat mm. King Cole, the classics, right? Oh yeah, here's the Santa Claus, the SantaCon one. Nice. Two women were arrested for according to police being intoxicated and singing off-color songs. Oh wait, no, that's not it. Yeah, just some racist SantaCon goers. <laughs> yeah. Hard to imagine. Hard to imagine a bunch of white people dressed the same would be racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Christmas spirit. Christmas who quickly recorded an arrest of a woman dressed as Santa suit on a cell phone. Cops were everywhere. Santas were running everywhere with their hats. It was, yeah, one of the most craziest things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, those kids. Those horrible rich kids. Why women prefer their porn and gifts? Mm -hmm. Like GIFs? Oh, I see. Yeah, that's weird. That is strange. I, I bet that was written by a man. Uh, it's probably written by Big Gifts. <laughs> Big Gif. Yeah. I said I don't know how to make a gif. Uh, I can do it. It's a pain in the ass. Um. <clears throat> What's this? Whoa, Murderpedia. <laughs> this is my yeah, new definitely, home. Definitely rabbit hold. Yeah. From the, from the Santa joke writing workshop to Murderpedia. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Uh, let's see. Santa. I'm gonna ask him if the carpet matches the drapes. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh. I hope somebody doesn't steal that one before I get to it. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh. You just be like, "Wait, what's that popular men's facial hair dye?" 
uh, just for men. Yeah, be like, I be like, I be like, I saw you at Walgreens with the just for men Santa or something. <laughs> yeah, Santa, you bastard. Yeah, I know oh, yeah. about your stillborn, Mrs. Claus. Yeah, that's an, I think I've seen it done before too. The Santa, if you're gonna roast him in the racist way, is the old ho ho ho. Oh, uh, like calling a girl yeah. a hoe? Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's very, very low-hanging fruit, but I guarantee you we'll hear it. Guaranteed. Maybe not. It's a pretty pretty sharp dais. What's a dais? A dais is a collection of, of uh, presenters on the stage at the same time. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, anytime you've ever seen a roast, that's called a dais. Yeah, I mean, Alyssa will go to Mars with her jokes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Jeremy will have good jokes. He's always. I haven't seen that guy jokes. in so long. He's funny. The tune goon. I'm gonna yeah. roast that son of a bitch. Jeremy's also hard to roast. He's such a clean cut kid. Yeah, I wonder what people are gonna say about me. Yeah, you're a mess, dude. It could get ugly. Yeah, no, I don't care. Probably, I'll probably <laughs> like what, start paying attention to somebody in the crowd like halfway through it. Yeah, that's why I don't. Nobody's ever gotten me in a roast yet because you can't say anything that I don't say in my material. Exactly. I'm anything. like, you think you can hate me more than I hate myself? Yeah, no, you're fucking wrong, buddy. It's barely possible. I've, a couple people have had a couple good jokes, but I mean, if you want to make fun of me, you'd have to like make fun of my dog or say like I didn't take care of my dog, and then I'd be mad. Okay, that's well, that's definitely what I'll do then. Okay. <laughs> it's a bad dog father. Yeah. He's so bad at taking care of his dog. Yeah. <laughs> the dog the dog uh the dog he Tim's so bad at taking care of his dog it uh uh it gets head shy every time it sees a hot dog. <laughs> what? I don't know. I just thought that was funny. It gets head shy every time it sees a hot dog. Yo, how come your dog gets head shy every time it sees a hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see, I see. That's weird. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I probably won't go that far. Yeah. <laughs> just cuz they'll they'll turn on me before they turn on you <laughs> right <laughs> right the santa line sling what is this santa claus what's so fucking great about you yeah stop asking me for money wikipedia oh this is in the 70s that's when all the best murders were the best Santa murders were in the 70s. Yeah, the 70s were weird, man. Like, There's a lot of themed murderers, too. <laughs> yeah. Like a very big thing to have a shtick. <laughs> yeah. Would, this would be your calling card. I guess the really, really <laughs> good, the really, the best serial killers, no shtick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never been caught. <laughs> yeah, the Boston Strangler, he has a shtick, but he never got caught. The uh, Zodiac uh, killer out here never got caught. Yeah. Hmm. He had a he had his heavy stick though. <laughs> he was yeah. very heavy stick. Yeah. Uh, but did not get caught. It all really comes down to whether or not you want to get caught, I guess. Yeah, and if you're smart. Like Dahmer, that guy was just begging for attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Jesus. Yeah. Still managed to get <laughs> My favorite is how the cops picked that kid up from his house yeah, and yeah. brought him back. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this where you're trying to get some? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, let's see. Oh, Santa Claus. 
Just weird. <laughs> I'll just be like, you know what? I'm 44 years old. When I was a child, uh, I used to leave an orange in my stocking. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kids are getting fucking Transformers now. I guess that's outdated too. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. What are kids getting their stocking today? Probably just money. Just money and selfie sticks. <laughs> I mean, this would be kind of cute and kind of sleazy and be like, yeah, that one year... Uh, uh, you know, I found a fucking weird dildo and some lube in my stocking, and then, and then, and then I real I didn't realize till later in my teens that my mom and mine and aim are one letter off. Hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or some sort of weird kinky reveal from Santa. Play it off as dad trying to dad making the wrong move of hiding the, the sexy present. Uh, nah. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, oh, this is my favorite. This is Pop Beat number five from Hal Leonard's 260 drum machines. 260 drum machine beats. I programmed all of them. <laughs> uh, see rituals. They leave glass of milk, plate of cookies. Oh, dude, in Australia, he gets beer. Really? What the fuck is a mince pie? Well, I think a mince meat. What's <laughs> mince meat? It's just like a bunch of cheap meat minced up. What's mince mean? Mince is like a form of chopping or yeah. cutting. Uh, and Ireland, they give me Guinness or milk along with Christmas pudding or mince pies. Ugh. Sounds horrible. Yeah. Why does it look like that? Little Jesus comes and gives gifts for everyone. Uh, what's his relationship? Maybe with maybe Jesus? I'll just go obvious to be like cookies and milk, huh? I want to look like shit. that direction nice I'm gonna say wait a minute live live up there this whole time eating fucking cookies and milk Mrs. Claus is your mom isn't it <laughs> <laughs> you live in the basement motherfucker yeah. in the basement with a bunch of weird ass elves yeah um well yeah the elves is definitely slavery yeah your basement children. <laughs> yeah, your basement kids. Yeah, yeah. 